Good morning. It's March 24th. And welcome to Doing Life, daily devotions for finding peace in stressful times. This is the audible companion to the book of the same name. Today's topic is Fight Like a Man. Get down on your knees and fight like a man. Mary and David Compton. Do nothing from rivalry or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Philippians 2.3 In modern Western society, the idea of what it means to be a man has rarely been aligned with what Christ would consider manliness. What the Latino might describe as machismo is certainly not restricted to south of the U.S.-Mexican border. The social paradigm in which the male partner in a marital or marital-like relationship is dominant in every sense of the word, persists widely. Down through the eons, one might posit this circumstance evolved because men were physically larger and stronger and have been involved in violent activities like hunting and fighting or physically demanding field work since humans became partially agrarian. Physical dominance translated naturally to decision-making dominance when the female was unable to fight back effectively and unable to survive on her own. While Christ promoted equal treatment of men and women and minorities, the Christian church that evolved since Rome made Christianity the official Roman religion in 323 AD certainly failed to do the same. The church hierarchy was developed to largely exclude women from church leadership. Even 1,200 years later, after the Protestant Reformation made Scripture available to the masses in their own languages, passages like those in Paul's epistle to the Ephesians 5.22 were grossly misinterpreted and misapplied. Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. For example, was and still is used to justify every type of male dominance from sexual abuse to domestic slavery, secondary to financial control. Nothing could be further from Paul's meaning or the Lord's intent. Like everything scriptural, a text out of context is a pretext for a proof text. The two verses immediately previous prove the point. Giving thanks for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Submitting to one another in the fear of God. How much clearer could it be? But in case you missed it, Paul makes it even clearer to the man in Ephesians 5.25. Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her. Not only are men supposed to submit to their wives, just as they submit, but they are to love their wives sacrificially. Gary Smalley wrote a classic book 40 years ago called If Only He Knew that develops this point into a practical guide to loving and fighting with your spouse as God intended. Trust me, most men don't understand what it means to love sacrificially. It means putting the interests of your spouse ahead of your own. It means daily practicing the same humility that Christ demonstrated in Philippians 2. It means falling to your knees to wash the feet of the one you love, just as Christ did at the Last Supper. It means striving to listen first and understand before even speaking and certainly before acting. Real men don't just eat quiche. They seek to understand rather than to get even. The scriptures are filled with verses urging this demeanor. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing one another in love. Ephesians 4.2 Above all, love each other deeply, because love covers a multitude of sins. 1 Peter 4, 8. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. John fifteen twelve. Of course, the attitude which Christ urges us to take 
applies not only to relations with the opposite sex, but to relations with literally everyone. There will be times, perhaps daily, where you interact with someone who you feel demeans you, insults you, talks about you behind your back, or just in general treats you like they're spoiling for a fight. Euphemistically, getting on your knees to fight may actually look like taking a deep breath and channeling my mother's advice whenever things get heated. You simply say, you might just be right. I'll think about that. Even when you are furious and sure you are in the right, remember Proverbs 29.11. A fool vents all his feelings, but a wise man holds them back. Or a gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Proverbs 15.1. While you may feel yourself momentarily robbed of the joy of victory, you will find that the true victor is the one who allows the Holy Spirit to have his way with them. They will be the ones free from anger and bitterness and reliably on that path to peace and joy. Father God, we confess that our natural reaction is often to fight back when attacked, verbally or physically. Turning the other cheek is not intuitive. But that's why we crucified our old self with Christ, and now the life we live is in him. Strengthen us, that, so we might be weak, knowing that your strength is made perfect in our weakness. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow.